Welcome to the Hangout Lounge, the podcast with absolutely zero rhyme or reason. I am your host, Jason, and this is going to be episode five, which is crazy to think about because the fact that even a few people have listened to four episodes, and I've had a lot more downloads than I thought I would. So the fact that you guys have done that means a lot to me. And we've had four great guests, but today we're bringing on a guy who he is he's interesting. And he's been a friend of mine for like three or four years now and somebody who, and I say this all the time, but I love all my friends and somebody who's had my back and we've had some crazy times together. So ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Jaden Masterson. How you doing, bro? Pretty good, man. I just want to note you, you were smiling during that entire intro. I can tell you love this shit. Dude, I love the, doing the podcast and I love the fact that you're on the podcast right now. And thank you for saving my ass on this because like I said, I wanted to save you to episode 10. I don't know why, but I always kept saying like Jaden needs to be episode 10. Yeah. And then I had a podcast guest back out and understandable. I don't get mad at that stuff. Life happens, right? Um, so I, I hit you up and you were super down and you l- less than 24 hours later, you're on recording this. So thank you for saving my ass. Yeah, of course, man. You know, I was excited to be on this too. We've been, you've been talking about this since Bahrain, probably even before that you've been wanting to do this for so long before it was cool, which is a really cool thing. Um, yeah. But I'm really happy to be here, man. I hope this thing takes off. It's, it, it suits you very well. I'll tell you that. You want to you wanna tell a little bit about yourself? Yeah, man. So uh, my name is Jaden Masterson. Uh, I was in the Navy for about four and a half years. Um, was in Bahrain for a while where I met, met the beautiful Jason Grooms. And uh, I did propose to him while I was there. But he, uh, well, he proposed to me and I did say no. Sadly. Yeah, that is that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Looking back on that, you know, I wish I would have. But no, man, I'm uh, living in Virginia. Got out of the military not too long ago. Um, going to school for cybersecurity, having fun with that. Um, a lot of confusing stuff going on there, and it's pretty much going in one year out the other. But uh, but yeah, that's my life, just hanging out in Virginia. That's dope. That's dope. What made you pick cybersecurity? I think it was the uh, the difference it was from from my job in the in the Navy. I wanted something new. You know, everyone that goes to be an MA, they kind of want to be a, be a, be a, be a cop, but that, that wasn't me. So they want to be a cop, figure that computers were the next best thing, good, good field to be in. And uh, now you just either write code or make sure everyone's not leaving their cat cards in the, the computers. How are you, how are you like in Virginia? It's all right, man. It's got its ups and downs. Uh, the beaches are nice. They can be a little crowded. Water's a little cold, but um, it's a good place to be. It's a good culture. It just uh, it's the armpit of the Navy. You know, when you're here in the Navy, it, it, it's uh, it can be a little rough for people. Um, there's a lot of a lot of ships here, a lot of uh, young young sailors that come through here, and it's a, it's a whole new style of life. And it's 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 different because most people aren't aren't used to those freedoms. And you know, me coming from Bahrain to, to Virginia, not getting that money that we used to make it. Uh, it changed my lifestyle a lot. So I definitely experienced a lifestyle change out here. And uh, now I'm just trying to get by, but Virginia's cool. Nice. That's dope, man. And I'm glad it seems to be, I mean, obviously not always perfect, but it seems to be working out for you so far. You do have some good things going on over there. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely uh, met my, the love of my life out here actually. Which is perfect because this is where I was going next. You were... Hey, you are. Well, I would say we'll say were because I haven't seen you in person. Well, a hopeless yeah. romantic. Yeah. Even though you turned me down, it, jokingly for those people out there that are like, "Oh my god." Um, I did yeah, I can't believe you turned me down. It was it was a joke proposal at a party. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, he didn't actually turn me down because if he did, we would not be doing this podcast right now. Like it would right. be, you'd be done. You'd be canceled in my life. We're, we're married right now. Yeah. Yeah. In my head, you never said no. You said yes. Yeah, that's fine. But you are, you are a homeless romantic and now you found Hope who yep. seems to make you very happy and, and I haven't met her yet, but I can't wait to see you guys together. Right. And so if you don't mind, cause it, I don't know how far you want to, it's up to you. Can you? Talk about like how she has been, like how you guys met and, and, and why her? We met uh, on the ship or stationed on the ship together. I was security. She's actually an ABH. For those of you that know the uh, Navy lingo, that's going to be an aviation boatswain's mate, handler. Basically, she's just directing aircraft on the, uh, on the flight deck of the aircraft carrier or whatever ship she's on. Um, but we met on there and... Uh, well, I saw her, we, we had just merged sections for uh, holiday leave and stuff like that. You know how that goes. And uh, one day I saw her like, you know, downloading in line and I was like, oh my God, that one is beautiful, right? Immediately just just taken taken away. And uh, the next day she was doing some uh, PQS stuff and she looked like she was having a hard time, which she, probably, she was going to figure it out, you know, but I definitely was like, you know, this is my, this is my chance, right? So uh hopped in there, asked her if she needed help. I was the armor for the day, so I brought her down the armory and we just kinda did a you know, taught her some stuff, um, first aid, all you know, all that good stuff you gotta do before you're a full fledged security person. So um taught her all that and then um from there it just kinda kicked off. Started started talking for a while. And I think the one thing that made us successful was that we were friends for quite a quite a while before we decided to take that that next step. And I think that's why I'm so happy. I think it's a secret in a lot of relationships is not to, to rush into anything as fast as you think you have to, but that's, that's her and that's us, man. How long have you guys been together so far? Uh, it'll be a year, a year and five months. That's crazy. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a long time. And I'll be honest with you, like for me, like, like you said, I used to be a hopeless romantic. So I never thought I'd make it this far in a relationship. Right. Cause you know, us hopeless romantics, we don't always get what we want. Or the way we want it to go down, but uh, but no, it just came out of nowhere, right? And it was it was perfect, and it worked out perfectly. And I never saw myself going this far down, but I'm really happy that we are. That makes me happy. One, I think that's awesome. Right, I'm I'm glad to see you happy. And again, I've never met her, but I'm sure she's great. You'll see because she makes you happy. So, yeah, definitely, dude. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to arrange a trip of some kind because I definitely want want all the boys together again. Yeah, for sure. Dude, I promise you we'll figure something out. Even if it's well, – we will figure something out. We have always have. We always will. So you saved me. You're coming in. You're going to talk about conspiracies. And I, I definitely want to get into that. Before we do, I want to ask one or two more questions about about you. What are some things you like to do? Well, I like to play video games, right? Uh, definitely been something in my life for a long time. Uh, working out has definitely become some sort of a required hobby for me. Um, not necessarily something I super enjoy, but definitely something that I know is necessary. Uh, and then golfing and golfing has been a weird new obsession that one of my buddies got me into and I just can't stop thinking about it. It's turned my life upside down completely. What? Well, yeah, like golfing. Cause like I said, I, I don't think I've ever thought you'd be a golfer, but here you are posting on Instagram all the time. Like what? Every weekend ish about you going golfing. Almost. Yeah. So, so what got you into that? Like why golfing? Dude, uh, well, I was up late night playing Baldur's Gate with some friends, and uh, 
he was like, Hey man, like, let's, let's go golfing. It's, it's like 12 o'clock at, at night. It's like, it's like almost, it's midnight. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, let's like, when do you want to go? He's like tomorrow at 11. And it's already 12 o'clock. I'm a little drunk. So it's, I was like, all right, whatever, man. Like I've never, ever been before. I've been to top golf where I ended up getting so mad at the ball that I threw it instead of hit it. But, uh, but yeah, man, he, he, he took me out and then it was just weird, man, that you, you hit that ball and you get a good drive. You don't lose the ball and it's straight on the fairway. It's a, it's a good feeling. And I think it's, it's very calming. I don't know. Have you, have you ever been on a golf course before? No, I have not. You got to go, man. Like, even if it's just for like a, a trip, just a hang, just hang out, just, just drive around. And it's so beautiful, man. They, they make those places look so beautiful and it's a great place to think and just clear your head. I tell you what, I promise you this when I make it out there to see you guys, cause I, I do, I really, I always say this to my friends, but I have a plan that I want to go on this trip and just kind of go visit everybody. I've been saving my money, getting ready for that. So yeah. I, I'll go golfing for the first time with you. Dude. Yes, please. It's going to be horrendous. We're, and it's, it's going to be bad on both of our, I'm not, a, I'm not a good golfer. I'm going to put that out there right now. I'm not a good golfer. I lose 85% of the balls that I bring to the, to the course, <laughs> All right, straight to the woods. It'll be a good time and you're going to, you're going to enjoy it. And you're going to leave with a, with a new obsession. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Totally down. Totally down. Let's definitely get it. So, you said video games. Yeah. And when our boy Justin was on episode three, I asked him what some of his favorite video games are. So now I am asking you, what are some of your favorite video games? All right. So for the first one, I got a uh, Skyrim. That'd be like my, my, my third pick, right? A classic. Skyrim's a classic, man. Yeah. And it just gets better and better. You know, they're, they're always adding updates and stuff like that. I can't wait for that new one to come out though. I'm so excited. So excited for it. Uh, the new Elder Scrolls. They're working on it. Currently in development. Number two, let's skip the number ones. Number one, I have to say it because a lot of people don't really understand it, but there's this old Spider-Man game that you can play on PS2. And like, I I could never get past the first level, man. I could never get past the first level, but I loved it as a kid because you're just crawling around and I remember playing it forever and ever. But uh, my second one, my second one would have to be Wii Bowling. Wii now Bowling? That think about, now that I think about it, Wii Bowling has been... Okay a constant okay. in my life when I was a kid. And I loved that game. I really appreciate those answers. Cause you know, favorite games don't always mean the best games, right? Oh yeah. And you have somebody like Justin, who's a killer at video games, dude, that dude, just yeah, any he, video game he touches, he just magically becomes good at. He, he knows it, dude. So we should have a, like a huge tournament of Wii bowling one day. Yeah. They're probably pretty cheap now too. So you can probably pick one up for like 50 bucks. I have a Wii. I'll just bring it with me. Oh, dude. I never got rid of it. I have a Switch now, but I still have the Wii. We got to do it. There's we'll make no it happen. Way. The Spider-Man game is interesting, though. I, I need to look it yeah. up because I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I don't remember the game you're talking about. I'm going to send you a link. I'll send you a YouTube video or something like that. But it it's not it's not good graphics, right? It's PS2. It's like Twisted Metal type, type graphics, right? But that, that game had me in a chokehold as a kid. That's fair. That's fair. Have you played Baldur's Gate 3? I know you have, but what do you think yeah, about it? Dude, I'm going to tell you right now. That's probably the game of the year. It's. I agree. I I think I've I've tried. I played through a couple times. I haven't beat the game yet. I haven't even got past Act One because I just I'm too busy running around the main area talking to everybody. You know, getting all this stuff. But I, I truly think it's going to be game of the year, probably game of the decade because there's there's like there's such a big following on D and D, right? And I I've never really played D and D that much, but. We tried to get you into it. I'm just going to say tried. that now. Me and Justin, we tried stubborn. to get you into it. And I think you would like it if you ever gave it a real chance. I was very stubborn about that. And 
and D&D on the boat, on, on ships. I think that goes rampant. Everyone's playing D&D. And I still never did it, man. But uh, I wish I did. But but yeah, like it's got a big big following. And people are like, it's basically D&D. It's, it's D&D for the, for the console. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's just, dude, it's such a good time. Like the strategy of it, the story, how deep it goes. And like how your decision can really, can really affect your entire gameplay from that moment on. Like I, I really enjoy that fact. What do you play as? Right now I'm a sorcerer. Um, I, I I was a paladin and a uh, warlock for a while, but uh, I wanted more magic. You know, I wanted to beam missiles to people across the map. So I figured I'd do that one, and I've actually made myself a pretty good build. So hopefully, we can play together soon, so I can I can show you it. Yeah. Well, we've invited you twice, and you didn't show up to our party either. I need time. in in game invites, man. Okay. I need I, I need you. I need I need a, a notification on my PlayStation. That's what I would like. All right, we'll make it happen soon. I'm being, soon. I'm being, I'm being mad right now because you're right. You're 100 right, and I should have joined. All right, no, it's okay. We'll hit you up on PlayStation. We did hit you up on Snapchat, and who checks Snapchat every every second of their lives? When you guys so, text, I usually check it. But yeah, I try to like. It sounds bad, but if somebody texts me or Snapchats me, the name, like if yeah. it's somebody, like I'm like, yeah, I'll answer it right now, or I'll be like, no, nah, I'll answer it. I'll answer it later. I used to do that whole little trick where you take your phone. And you slide it over so you don't have to read it completely. Oh, yeah, yeah. See if it mattered or not. Yep, I feel you. I feel you there. All right, yep. we're gonna, I'm going to ask you one more question, and then we're going to move on to the conspiracies because that is what we're here for. You're not ready for it, man. All right, give me one high point in your life and one low point in your life. All right. Uh, one high point in my life would have to be getting out of the Navy. Getting out of the Navy was was a really good thing for me just mentally, right? There's a lot of things that people go through in the military that don't, don't really just get light put onto it from a civilian perspective. Um, but you know, like when you, when you're battling things, you're sometimes you're battling yourself. Right. Um, and then that's where this, this low point came in is actually also leaving the military because you know, like you, you create a brotherhood, you create a really high bond and then you, you get so used to a way of life that when it's over like that, you know, you don't really know what to do with yourself. You know, you, like I sit home. Yeah. I got college and stuff like that, but like, it's really weird not being in the same room as someone that can understand the jokes that I make without being offended or being like dumbfounded. Um, so that, that's gotta be my low point is get my high, high and low point is definitely both getting out of the military because it's got its highs and it definitely has its lows. And I've probably experienced all of them by now, but we're getting there and you know, we're getting back on our feet with some, some exercise. So two things two things one i agree with you on the joke part i the military we have a sense of humor that i don't think most people outside of the military understand because it's a very dark sense of humor and it kind of brings us all together in a way because it's like embrace the suck oh yeah Uh, but two i find it really interesting that your low point and your high point are the same thing i think that's it's kind of cool in a weird way to like be like hey like this moment in your life that was a high point was also had some really bad moments. I think it's really honest. So I really appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. I think that's a crazy thing that a lot of people don't, don't see in life, man. Is like you can be having, the, there's, there's always, it seems to be a cause and effect type thing, right? Like you're having the best time of your life. And then like all it takes is one thought sometimes or one thing just to derail, derail it all. And then you have to get back on track. And I think that's kind of what it was. It was like a, Oh hell yeah, this is happening. And then it's like, Oh, this is happening, you know? So definitely very mixed emotions there. For sure. And I appreciate you sharing that. Now on to the big thing on which you said 
you have conspiracies. And I got to know, I got to know because I'm super interested, right? And, and every time we get in this podcast, like there's always some random thing that people bring up, right? Like Dean's was, Justin's was the swords and the horses and, and you want to talk about yeah. this. So yeah. I really want to know what these conspiracies are that you're talking about. All right, man, I got one. One is very ongoing currently, right? The Maui fires. Okay. And there's so much conspiracy behind all this. And it's not necessarily, I, I don't think it's like a, you know, I think it ties into Illuminati. All right. And this is going to be kind of all over the place. So I need you to sit down and, and listen up. <laughs> I'm ready. Right. I'm set. Or maybe, maybe a little bit of Illuminati. I don't know, dude, but this is what I believe in. All right. I believe that there's a, there's a world order. First of all, I think that there's people higher than the president, higher than any kind of dictator out there that's controlling the pawns, right? Moving pieces on the chessboard. And if you, and if, the reason why it's connected with 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 uh, Maui, right, is like if you look, if you look, we just uh, the military has like a laser system in space that'll like shoot down beams and burn it's a burn things. No, it's on space. It's on jets, right? It's a front jet thing. It's like a laser. It'll beam down onto a landmass, whatever, and it'll instantly catch fire because it's so hot. It's like an actual like laser beam. Weird thing is they they've tested this, and this laser beam doesn't doesn't it doesn't like touch the the color blue. The color blue is like, it won't catch it on fire. It won't heat it up. That's like the one color that the laser just can't seem to get through. And if you look at, like you look this up, you got blue cars, blue paint, like blue anything, like everything blue on that island is still there. And then you got people like saying like, okay, cool. The alarms that were supposed to like, that were like state of the art alarms to, to let everybody know, hey, get somewhere safe. There's something bad happening. Those none of those worked, and then you had boats like fire traveling over four lane highways. Doesn't touch the highway, but touches the other side, and then jumps on the boats and and like wraps the coast, like literally like maybe like not even like two football fields away from the coast, and they're catching on fire. Right? People like oh, it's like the ash, and it's like that, and it's like I don't know, man, because there's a lot on there, and you have like random random burnings all over the all over the the island. That's 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 an ongoing conspiracy that I think is gonna be brought to light very very soon okay i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not sure i believe everything you're saying but i am curious on where no, where no, you're fine, getting yeah. the information from so I, I do a lot of reading man right and you gotta you gotta know like i was i grew up in hawaii yeah, yeah, yeah. right so like naturally it's gonna you know it could be just like that hometown like like screw the government in me because they're not helping us out you know but this it's a lot of readings man you can you can read into it yeah, uh, private, you know, you, you can say, you can call them like private investigators. People are just investigating on their own and doing all that stuff, doing their own research, which 100%, I'm not saying this is right. I'm not saying this is all 100% true, right? This is conspiracy. This is what I think. It's my opinion. If you don't like it, get over it, right? But <laughs> but at the end of the day, like you got to think, we're like, the same day that we decided to give billions to Ukraine, we only gave a couple million to the to Maui, which gave like, I think it was like $700 per home on Maui. For me, it might be a little bit of a hometown bulldog, like like leave my town alone type thing going as, that fuels my my belief into these. But uh, yeah, it, it's all public knowledge, man. You can look it up. You can you can just look it up, right? Like it'll, it might be some stupid conspiracy website theory. But then once you look in and you do your own little investigation, put the pieces together, you're like, okay, that's not real. Like, okay, that's not real. Okay, that, that's believable. You know, like any other conspiracy theory, 
you're probably watching them on TikTok or YouTube or whatever, you know. I, I take that extra mile sometimes and I read about it. Um, yeah, I'm going to research it. I Like I said, I'm not a conspiracy guy, right? I think you know that. I, I'm just here for the yeah. here for the cause. So it is, it's definitely interesting, especially with – that's a very current event type conspiracy, right? That's not like yeah. uh, we oh, didn't no, land no, on no. the moon type conspiracy. This is a it's happening now right. type conspiracy. And and it's sad because like you know you don't you don't want it to be true like that's one of those things you're like fuck man like that's stupid but then it kind of makes sense and then it kind of doesn't like why would the government kill us well, that, that doesn't make any sense but then you look into it you're like well maybe they're not trying to kill us maybe they're trying to bring us down or just stupid stuff man and you're just like you're constantly like trying to figure out in your own mind like how to comprehend it you know but I do have one more for you let's get into that second one all right. What do you know? What do you know about Atlantis? Let me ask you this: What do you know about Atlantis? Uh, Aquaman. Aquaman. That's it. That's that's it. Aquaman. That's about. I, that's about the only thing I know about it too. Except I know where it is. <laughs> I hate you so much. Where is it at, dude? Okay. Okay. You got your phone? I do actually. It's right here. All right. I want you to look up Eye of the Sahara. Eye of the Sahara. Yeah, Eye of the Sahara. Let me know when you see the big circle structure. You want me to look up like the pictures? It should look like this. Yeah, actually it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got it pulled up right now. Here we go. There it is. All right. The Eye of, eye of the Sahara, right? So the the thing about the Eye of the Sahara is that we don't have a lot of information on it, like exactly. Just because it's it's that whole area is, is controlled by, by pirates. There's a couple of people. There's a people that have been on podcasts who've actually done extensive research into this and everything. But there's a there's an old artist, and I wish I could remember his name right now, but I just can't. But there's paintings of Atlantis of like what it looked like before it went away, and it has a center structure, like a center ring. So it's like a it's like a three ring colony, right? So you have like the main ring, and then you have another ring, and you have the outer ring, right? And then in between these rings, where the water are just like you know empty empty amounts of space. So it's just three separate rings, like a bridge connecting them all together, right? Yeah. yeah. Now look at the eye of the Sahara picture and tell me that there's not like not rings of circles like spaced out, you know? Yeah, I do see the rings and circles spaced out on the picture for sure. Okay, okay. So my theory is, along with like a couple of people's theories, is like so if you look at that from a from a uh, like a satellite image view on like Google Maps or whatever, you'll kind of realize that like the landmass around the circle is pulling towards the towards the west, yeah, towards the west, west side. And you'll see like this terrain just kind of falling that way. I think that the Atlantis is on the coast of the Sahara Desert over there on the west side because you just look at it and it looks like the land, land sliding down that way. But that's that's where the Sahara is. And I think that the water was so high because we all know the Sahara used to be a desert. It used to be, used to be ocean. I think it just swept it on down while it was retracting back, man. And I don't think that they were all like lizard or like mermaid people. I don't think that's true at all. But I definitely think it was a place. And that's where that's where it's at. Do you think if people went down in the ocean, they'd find Atlantis right now? Or do you think people have already found Atlantis and they just don't say anything? Or do you think the city's just, it's just gone? It slid down a long, long time ago and it's just gone. I think, I think it's a, a couple mixtures of all that. Conspiracies, like... Someone's making money off of that thought, right? Like it's gotta be. Like you gotta think about it. Like like oh like the eye of Sahara. Like once it's like not with pirates and they can stick to the conspiracy of it being there, right? So even if it was never there, people catch on to that idea 
and then they get all the rid of those pirates. It becomes a tourist destination, and that's how they make money, right? So they could have found it, and then maybe they're just keeping it there to be like, just keep this conspiracy going, right? Maybe it'll bring money to us or whatever. Or, you know, it could be complete bullshit. But I, I think I think personally that we we may, like, find some some kind of, like, like a remnants of it. But I also don't think that it, it's it's so, so deep. I think it's just, it's been so old that it's all just crumbled out. So, like... Personally, I don't know, but I, I think that there's always a money game and conspiracies and governments. And- okay, I want to go. I want to kind of hit both of these, right? Yeah, both one and two. In one, in their first, in your first conspiracy, you told us the Maui one. You said that you think there is like a a world government. Yeah. Right. What makes you think that? Because it's just like it's just it seems too choreographed, man. Life on Earth seems way too choreographed. We have to eat food, we have to sleep, and we don't have to reproduce, but we choose to, right? And then we die. So, like, I think I think that there's more to that. I think there's more to life. I think it's more than just us sitting on this rock. And I think there's a world order, right, that talks to all these presidents and like controls and plays with the joysticks in their hands while we're all down here. And I, and I, don't, I don't think it's like entities. I definitely think it's just like a a bigger government because like I said, it's just too choreographed, man. Like there's too many bad decisions by bad countries, too many bad decisions by good countries. Good. You know, it's just like, it's like a movie. It's like you're watching a movie every time you turn on the news. So I think it's just like, I don't know if you've seen that video of like the news, how the news was all like, it was like 30 different news stations and they all had this, they were saying the same exact thing. I did actually see that video. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like they're just, they're controlling the media, man. And that's, and once you control the media, you control the people. And I think the world order is is like stationed, right? So you have like someone over America. I think I don't think our president is our president. I think he's the puppet of a bigger thing, you know? So you think like Joe Biden or Donald Trump or Barack Obama, whoever, they're while the face of the United States, you think there's somebody above them that's telling them what to do? Why not, dude? Like, why, why, I mean, think about it, though. Like, why, why would that even sound out of like far-fetched? Why would that sound far-fetched? I mean, it's, 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 we're humans. We're, we got disgusting humans. We got good people. We got medium people, you know, like, what, some, what is a medium people? Oh, medium people, man. <laughs> they're like, they're like kind of assholes and then kind of not, you know what I'm saying? I like support they're kind of, they're kind of bad for society, but every now and then they'll take a hero arc, you know? If I'm going to use the term, I'm going to say you're a medium person to people. You're now. a medium person. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to, when I searched up the eye of Sahara, like you told me to, right? Yeah. On Google, it was it's actually funny because as I typed in the Eye of Sahara, one of like you know how Google gives you recommendations. One yeah. of them is Eye of Sahara, 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 Atlantis. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, there's like you said, there's people who do believe in this. My question for you is, why? What made you be like, I believe in this? Like, first of all, where'd you even hear it from, or did you just randomly go up, across it one day? Um, I think it was a, a mixture of like just Joe Rogan, dude. He has, you know, he has this crazy guest and yeah, yeah. he brought some people on and they were just talking about it and they weren't, they weren't like trying to like sell it. You know what I'm saying? They were like, this is where it's at. This is where it's at. But it was like a, this is a possibility. Like this is cause we, we can't, they can't get over there. Right. There's too many pirates or whatever. It's just, you can't get over there. It's, it's, it's a bad, bad area. And so it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, like you want to believe in it, but there's not enough there's not enough like evidence to, to support it. So for me, I'm like, well, that's cool because like one, not a lot of people know about it. And then two, 
it's it's one of those things where you hope it's real because it's pretty badass. You know, like Atlantis, dope. Like, who doesn't want to know that Atlantis was real? Because we make we have literally kids stories about it. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Why not, man? Like, let's let's do some research. And then the more I, I think the more you you deep, dive deep into something, the more you want to like believe it. You want to understand it. I think it's happened to me. It just caught me and it never let go. Okay. It was like, yeah, that's like my main party thing too. People ask me at parties, you just start talking about conspiracies, dude. Yeah, like, how's your day going? I'll be like, you know where Atlantis is because I do. <laughs> Did this start after Bahrain? Because I don't remember this in Bahrain. No, it's after Bahrain. Yeah. I like you know I'm not a conspiracy guy. Yeah. But I pulled up some conspiracies right here, and oh, if God, you heard of them, you don't have to get in depth if you don't want to. If you heard of them, I'm just curious on if you believe in them or not. Okay. Yep. It's this article. It says it's popular conspiracy theories. Do you think the CIA had a hand in the JFK assassination? I don't think it'd be too far fetched, but I don't necessarily. I don't know that one too well. I've heard it, I've heard about it. I haven't really done my research, so I'm not gonna confidently say yes or no. But maybe a little bit. I, I could see that. How do you feel about the moon landing? <sighs> I think it's real. I mean, come on, like that's a cool thing. Like that's my that's my problem, dude. Like I think if I think it's cool, <laughs> I'm hooked. <laughs> like that's so badass, that one's you know? real because you think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's just opinion. It's opinion, you know. It's it's its own personal, personal preference. All right, I'm gonna ask one more. I'm going to ask two more. I'm going to ask two more. The earth being flat. Dumb. Stupid. Okay. Do you know those people that there's, there's these people that actually debunk themselves. They like set a camera up in a hole and turn the light on. Right. And then they would go like a certain mile, like certain distance away. And then they would put the other one. And then he's like, Oh, can you see the light? And you have to raise it. Right. If if the earth isn't flat, they have to have to raise the light. First they saw it off like 17 feet or whatever, seven feet. Cause you see the light and he's like, uh, how high are you holding it? And he raises it up to like the higher point. That's oh shit. Well, we're flat earthers, but I guess the Earth's round now. I so. did see a video recently of that. The dude's like, if I hold it, I think at seventeen feet, I'll in it. Yeah. He had to hold it higher, and he's like, that's interesting. I'm like, yeah, it's interesting. You dumb fuck, because the <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. the Earth's not flat. All right, Area Fifty One and aliens, dude. Oh my god, I'm so happy you asked me about this, dude. Oh, all right. Buckle your seats, people. You're in for a wild ride. Let me get the popcorn ready. Let's do this. Bob Lazar, dude. Do you know who that is? I do not. All right, cool. He's a whistleblower for Area 51. There's a there's a documentary out. I think it was on a I think it was on Netflix. But it's basically how he came out as a whistleblower, and it was like it was like, okay, like this is what they have here, right? And there's, he's saying they have like a saucer, they have bodies and everything like that. I'm a big alien. Like I believe in aliens. Like I'm, I'm hardcore in that shit, dude. If I, if I could visit Area 51, I would. Right, I, I would probably camp out there for a couple of days. It's pretty cool. He comes out and he's like, yeah, like they have this, they have this secret element that's not on our elemental, elemental chart. Like all this, I can't remember what it's called. But then, like in the middle of this, this is what made me believe it so much more. Because he's saying like they have saucers and they have all this high crazy technology, like that'll make us like flow and can get us across space and all that stuff. In the middle of this documentary, he was raided by the FBI because they thought, because he was talking about that, that element that was not on our chart. Right. And he was saying like that he was raided by the FBI. They're like, Hey, like they didn't really get into much detail, but it was, it was weird because like he's talking, he's having a documentary about it. He hasn't talked about it since like, I think it was like the nineties or the eighties when he came out as a whistleblower too. So it was a long time ago. So like his whole thing was like how and they try to cover it up and then like a lot of his story was like being like 
true, like was being like found out it was true because like the equipment he was talking about for like the, the hand scans, like no one knew what he was talking about back then. And then years later, like now we're getting like footage and like we're seeing what that, what that technology he's talking about is and stuff like that. So it's been, it's been, it's, it's, it's a crazy ride. Um, Skinwalker Ranch. Have you ever, you ever seen that show? I have not. No. Oh my God. Dude, you need to watch that. You need to watch that. Is it about aliens? Dude. It's so, it's about, there's this ranch in Utah, right? And it's, and it's, it's called Skinwalker Ranch. Is it like an actual ranch? Yeah. It's an actual ranch. Oh, okay. Okay. And, uh, they're all like, so this, this, this guy, he's a scientist. He works, he's for NASA, work for NASA. And he comes in and he's like, I'm going to debunk this place. Like there's nothing going on here. There's no kind of crazy alien. And, and it's known for like some crazy, creepy stuff. Like over the years, there's been like, like hundreds of cow mutilations in the middle of the night. Um, weird things that has happened. It's, it's interesting. Basically this guy goes there, he does all these scientific tests and like, it's just the, the amount of stuff that happens in that show. That's just unexplainable. It's just like, there's aliens here. There's aliens here. And then, uh, the one that made me upset. Did you see those pictures of the alien that the, the Mexican government released? Yeah, the fake, the fake yeah. photos. Yeah, the super fake photos. And the, well, I, I think I the photos why. were real. I think like they were just fake versions, like the statues or cakes, or I don't remember. But something. no, I don't. I think there was just. I think it was like a. What's that stuff you you put on like to make a mask or like cast? Oh yeah, I I don't know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know the exact yeah. name. Yeah, I think I I truly think it was that because that bothered me. I was so upset about that. Cause like you, you, you see that like on your timeline and holy fuck aliens are fucking real. They're showing them. And then he's, it's like ET dude. Like, like they could have, they could have done so much better if they wanted to really lie about that. So if you think, cause I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think there's probably other life out there, right? I think the universe is a gigantic place. There's probably there, other life yeah, out there. There's, there's a million percent chance that there is. For sure. But why do you think we cover it up if we actually do have met? You know, if if we've actually met extraterrestrial life or alien life, um, I think it's because knowledge is power, right? And not only is knowledge a power to people that have a better education, but knowledge is power to the people that want to know more, right? And I think that if we if we truly like had aliens here, and we're trying to like we can't even we can't even live together as a community right now like, of humans, right? It's really it's really hard to find a decent like lining of of peace with us, right? We have the Ukrainian war. We have a bunch of stuff going on in America, like, like terrorist attacks all over the place. Like, like racism is still big for, for what reason, you know? And, uh, I think, I think that's why I think that the world order knows that we're not ready for that. And I'm being dead serious. I, I, I don't think that we're ready to have that contact. And I think that's why they're hiding it up. And I think that's also why we're so interested in it because we know like we, we have a feeling there's more out there and there's like, okay, like even if it, you know, Let's think here. A living organism on an asteroid is, is considered an alien. It's, it's alien life, right? Um, so, like, even small stuff like that, I think if we, even if we knew that, it'd be, like, groundbreaking for us. And we wouldn't be able to comprehend it as well right now because we can't even live together as a community. That's just my little thought on that. I guess my question is this. We struggle to keep secrets on a day-to-day life. How do you think the government or the world can cover up these gigantic secrets where multiple people are probably a part of? money dude money money makes the world go around we know that and i think that it's simple as hey like if you talk about this you might die because we might kill you because it's top secret right um you're not going to get the money we're paying you for any anymore so i think it's like 
I think that's why. But also I was, I was very interested when they decided to come out and tell the world that the U S government was like, Hey, we have UFO like sightings and we're going to go ahead and release it to the public. Although it's been released for like leaked for a while, like we're going to re- release this officially. So like we can see it. And it was, you see those videos of the jets, the Navy jets that uh, caught that, that UFO. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, when the Navy and government, I was pretty shocked when they released that because I'm like, okay, well they're being very weirdly honest right now. Right. Which, which is again, very weird. But I think, I think it's like, uh, when you expose us to it, like to the idea of it, right. It's like when you expose a baby to like a pool, right? Like at first it may not like the pool. It doesn't understand the pool. It's afraid of the pool because it doesn't know what the pool does. And then you introduce it to it slowly and surely you get them. And then, then they're swimming on their own. I think that's how it is with us. They're slowly getting us comfortable with the idea that this is here. And they don't, you can't just straight up be like, hey, we have aliens in Area 51 and we've been dissecting them for years. And you guys are stupid because you thought you knew and you really did, but we said you didn't. I think, I think, it's, I think it's more along the lines of just like slowly giving it to us. I do want to not let you off the hook. I know I've already asked it once on this, this world government thing, right? You say that, hey, there's a world government. The presidents of every country are practically puppet. But if that's the case, how do they decide who's in the world government? I don't know. Like, if you look at everything that goes on, it, it seems to be like a good pattern and then it goes down and then it goes back up into a good pattern and it goes down, right? So I think that's the, a direct correlation of that. Like if you think about, it's based on what the people need, right? What's, what's going to rile up the people? Like, like the world government has their own agenda. You got to think about that. They got, they got, they got something to do, right? They, they have some kind of goal they want to reach. It's like a business. That's what every country yeah, is. It's a business. But I'm going to push you on this. How do they decide who is in the world government? You think they just it's wake up and know. they're like, you're in the world government? It's not for you to no, know? No, no, no. no. So I think it could either do with like bloodline, you know, right? Like your family, how far down, like the descendant of your family on top of like what kind of person you are. Because like there's technology out there, dude, that we have no idea about. If, if, if you're not being a good person, you're like, hey, we don't want you part of this government, but you know about it. Here's the men in black forget stick thingy, you know? There's got to be something like that and they forget everything. Okay. I, know, I, just, I, I was curious on, so you don't know how they're, the new world government's made up of, but you said that's because they're never going to let us know. It's not for me to know. No. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Okay. It's, it's something I'm okay with. That. I do want to bring up one thing about the world government, and that's 9-11. Right? Okay. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. So do I think it was a terrorist attack? A hundred percent. Do I think that Bush did it? No, no. I think, I think it was more along the lines of just like corporate officials that were like, all right, we like, cause they lost, they, apparently they lost like trillions of dollars like the day before it happened, um, which is something new that I heard about. So I'm not too sure how, how uh, credible that is. I think that there was definitely like deliberate explosions in in the towers that were meant to come. Because if you think about it, like the movies always show like when you run something big into a big building, it's just going to break that part of the building and it will, it'll just fall from that part, right? It won't just fall from the bottom and go down, right? And that's movie stuff, right? But then right, you yeah. think about like real life physics and real life happenings. Like if you hit the top of the Jenga block in the half – Right, so say you have a big Jenga tower and there's one holding it in the middle. If you cut that out, it's either going to fall from the top 
or the top's going to come down on top of it, and then it's just going to take a couple more. It's not going to take the whole thing down with it, right? There's still going to be some left standing, unless it's like picked dry and stuff like that. But if you think about it, we only hit a, like a corner of the World Trade Center, like the middle. And I don't think that's enough for it to, to all come down. And I think the world order had to, had to like, okay, like this is happening in America and we need some conflict going here because like this is what's going to advance them technolo- technologically. Like this is what we're going to, this is what's going to get us further in our life as we go to war and then we advance all this stuff. And then we realize this is like a lot of the technology that we use to like advance military equipment. It's like that has a lot of civilian, like uh, practical use for like civilians and stuff like that. So I think that war is also not just a money grab, but like a techno- technological, like tech, like a good time to technologically advance your, your country. I will agree with the war part. And yeah. it's definitely every, I mean, I think we've seen throughout every war in history, technology advances really fast during it. Extremely. So, okay. It's definitely some interesting conspiracies, right? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't know anything no. about these things. I will tell you, man, you, you, you have to watch Skinwalker Ranch. Like, if there's one thing that you leave from this podcast, as messy as it was so far, if you were just like, "Hey, I'm gonna take that," take take go watch that show. Just one season. It's so good. I will give you this. I will watch Skinwalker Ranch literally as soon as yeah. I get done with this podcast. I will watch it just you know, for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something just to get a little smile on your face real quick. We don't love these. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I haven't heard that saying in so long. I'm, I'm, I can't. I'm not gonna I finish can't it. it. I'm not gonna finish I can't, it. I can't finish it because um, it's not us anymore. I, I don't know. Like, what's, what's, what's going on in your life? What's, what's, what's happening right now? Uh, nothing. I just work. And I'm creating a podcast, and I'm just yeah. trying to survive in my life yeah. right now, and trying to be a better person. I feel like in this past few months, I've grown a lot, which is crazy to say at 28 yeah. years old that I'm growing still. Like, I feel like I'm growing up. I feel like I'm at the point so, now yeah. where I'm 28 and it's like, now if something bad happens in my life, I'm like, all right, like, okay. Or if somebody yeah. does something that annoys me, I'm just like, all right, that's kind of shitty, but whatever, dude. Except for people who don't put their fucking carts back. I know I ranted about that in the episode, but yeah, those people still piss me it. off. But yeah, man, I feel like I'm just growing a lot still, which is, and I'm happy about it. I'm happy where my life is. Obviously it could be better, but I'll keep growing. But yeah, man, so that's practically where I'm at in my life. I know that's kind of a boring that's answer, but it is what it no, is. Man. Growth is good and growth is going to keep us keep us going. Yeah, know? I just focus on my job, this podcast. I still watch a crap ton of movies, so yeah, still a big Harry Potter fan. So we're going to end this podcast here soon. But before we end it, do you have any final thoughts? Anything random still in your head right now? Yeah, dude. Um, well, uh, but I have like shower thoughts. And uh, one of my most recent shower thoughts are kind of stupid. But it's kind of like I'm I'm not a history nerd, right? I'm not, I'm not like – the only history I'm really into is like Renaissance or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I like, to, I like to think a lot. You know, I said sometimes I sit down and just think. And when I think, I think of just stupid things, right? Like for, for, for example, the other day I was in the shower and I was just thinking like – Look back at like Mongolian era times, like like Japan was getting invaded by Mongol like Mongols and stuff like that. Right, right. How how far was that? Like how long ago was that? It was a really long time. Yeah, a long, long time ago right? for us. But then, like you think about, so think about like our our technology then 
practically nothing. We were still using fire to light to light our way, right? Yep. But then, like, you look at us now, and in the span of almost, I'd say maybe 150 years, everything changed, right? Maybe more than that, but like, it just changed really quickly in 150 years. But like, you look back, and like, we have light, we have cars, we have guns, we have air conditioning, showers, our life expenses. Why did it take us so long to get here? Right. Like, like why we went through so much time from the Mongol era, like medieval times to like Renaissance to, you know, like Albert Einstein music, like everything else really went far and up like music and, and food, you know, except for like quality of life. Quality of life has sucked for like forever until like now, like we, we have like the longest, we have a pretty long life expectancy now. Right. And I'm just thinking like, what took us so long to get from nothing to something? Does that, does that make sense? I don't know where you're going with it. I'm going to be real well, with well, you. Well, no, dude, like, like, I'm just, I'm just thinking like, like if you think about like the time it took us to get to where we are now. Right. Like if you think of time, right. Think of I'm like, a, like a line right here. Yeah. Yeah. This is see. This is the beginning. This is where human. This is like first recorded history. Like we understand this part of the of our, like of our lives, and like say this is where the human race stops. Like right here, and we we don't know when that is. We got to be like right over here still, right? We still got to be pretty close to the beginning. But that's also for us. That's a very long chunk of time. That's a lot of generations. That's a lot of wars. A lot of misbelief, belief here, there, all over the place. If we're still here. Right. And we only have cars and we're still using gasoline. And, you know, we, it's just, it's just weird to me that we didn't have any innovators between that long span of time to be like, maybe we should find like, what's lightning? Why is it doing that? What, what can I do with lightning? You know what I'm saying? Like it took us so long to, to, to be curious. It seems like, and what I'm getting at is like, if we're only here on our timeline, like who knows when this is right. But if we're only here, What's going to happen? Like, what are we going to see down here? Because innovators are always like, they think outside the box, like things that nobody would ever even comprehend. And then they slowly make it work. Like the airplane, like no one thought we'd be able to fly back then. No one thought like we're going to be flying across the oceans. Like that wasn't even a thought, right? It wasn't even like a, like an idea until one guy was like, we should try that. We should really try to fly like a bird. You see what I'm saying? Like, like where are we, like how far, like what, what is next? That's what I'm trying to get at. What is next and why is it taking us so long to get here? And how long people might have tried before they probably just, I mean, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I'm not like, yeah. I'm not a history person either. So I don't know, but yeah. I, I wonder, do you think, cause technology is pretty advanced right now. I would say, obviously we don't have like flying cars and stuff from but, what we comprehend. Right. Like, right. We, 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 like you think about like 2005, like we were having flip phones and now we're playing games and connect the internet and talk to people on camera. But, but where do you go from here? You, I mean, you say like what we comprehend, like where do we even go from? Here? I feel yeah. like technology's exactly insane right now to be honest with you it is it, we have a Neuralink. you you, heard, you read about the Neuralink from elon musk no they're actually I did not. starting human trials it's supposed to help people like with their movement with their spine again yeah so i mean i guess it can go can go higher but the way you think about now yeah. we have like phones that connect to something yeah. in a satellite in the sky and it is pretty crazy but i'm just like where do you even go from here i feel like we're peak a- technology when that's the crazy thing is because like that's how we've always felt you know what i'm saying like we've always felt like I'd say like Renaissance time, like, oh my God, like 
we have doctors now. We have people that can take care of us. Our life expectancy is crazy. Like we never would have thought like, 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 like the, the plane situation, like nobody, maybe one day they were like, I would love to fly like a bird. Right. That's a thought. We never, like no one ever thinks like, okay, that's going to happen. Like, like we're going to fly. They're like, well, it's better to be cool to do it. Right. Be awesome. And then someone was like, you know what? I'm going to figure it out. And then they were like, okay, cool. We have like a one person flight, but he never saw it as in like electricity was going to sit there and turn these turbines that were going to push it down on wheels and it was going to fly away to like other lands that we don't even know exist. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's, what's going to push us further is just people that are just like, we talk about it. Let's do it. Like Elon Musk is a perfect example of that. He's trying so hard to get space travel done. We can't even comprehend space travel right now. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, space travel, especially human space travel, we haven't to the moon, but outside of that, we haven't went too far. True. Okay, that's an interesting final thought. I'm going to say this. That was probably the, I don't even know how to explain it, but the the most deep final thought we've had so far throughout five episodes. Shower thoughts, man. Get them in. You, I, you need to get your reps in with the shower thoughts, man. I support it. Do you have any social media, your fellow conspiracy theorist, or anybody might want to find you at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, uh, you can, you can find me on uh, on Instagram at uh, Diablo de Ojos Azules underscores between all of them. I know it's long, but uh, yeah, you can go over there. I, I doubt anybody will, but it'd be pretty cool if they do. I'd love, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts if you guys are into that kind of stuff. We'll definitely get. Maybe you might get lucky. You might have like one follower. Yeah. So or do this, this this could blow up, and we're, we could be rich, famous for the rest of our lives. If this is the episode that blows up, then I don't know what I will do with my life. I don't, I, I still don't know what I'm doing with my life because this episode is horrible. Yeah, I agree. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just mess with you. No, but uh, it's definitely an interesting episode, right? I think I'm really happy we kind of did this episode because episode four got deep in a way, right? I don't know if you listened to it, but he, he talks about like his, Aaron talks about his, you know, his baby being born with a, a hole in her heart and some, uh, some medical stuff he's going through. So to kind of like swap it up into episode yeah, five, right. Yeah. And talk about conspiracy theories and stuff. I love it because this is what I wanted the podcast to be. Everything Episodes and anything. be different and every, what the guest wants to talk about is what I wanted to do. So we go from that to an Aaron's a phenomenal guy. I, if you guys ever get the chance to meet each other, you would love him to death, bro. He's like just a bundle of fucking joy. Dude, if they're, if they're friends with you, I'm friends with them. You know how it is. Yeah, they're amazing. And if I ever come out to Virginia, you guys might meet each other because you both live there. Oh, so, really? nice. yeah, yeah. So, and then and then we have you, who is dude. You're so much fun to be around. It's it's insane. Like we had a blast together when we were when we were with each other. I don't know where this conspiracy theorist stuff came from, but it definitely made this episode really, really, really interesting. I appreciate that because I never thought. Yesterday, what not even today, about an hour ago was when we figured out, like, hey, yeah. we're gonna be talking about conspiracies on here. Yep. So, yep. so I do appreciate that, man. And I got nothing but love for you. So, thank you for coming on here. Yeah, for everybody else, follow us on Instagram at the Hangout Lounge Pod and on TikTok at the Hangout Lounge Pod and our link tree, L I N K T R dot E E slash the Hangout Lounge. You can get all the links and more areas to listen to this podcast at. So, thank you guys for listening. Have a great morning, day, or night, wherever in the world you are, at whatever time you're listening to this. Bye-bye. Peace.